0: Hi, I'm Jim Chupp. It's April 16th, and this is the Bible in a Year with Maple City Chapel. The readings for today are Joshua 13, Joshua 14, Luke 18, 1-17, Psalm 85, 1-13, and Proverbs 13, 7 and 8. Joshua chapter 13. When Joshua was an old man, the Lord said to him, You are growing old and much land remains to be conquered. This is the territory that remains. All the regions of the Philistines and the Gesherites and the larger territory of the Canaanites extending from the stream of Shehor on the border of Egypt, northward to the boundary of Ekron. It includes the territory of the five Philistine rulers of Gaza, Ashdod, Ashkelon, Gath, and Ekron, the land of the Abites. In the south also remains to be conquered in the north. The following area has not yet been conquered. All the land of the Canaanites, including Mira, which belongs to the Sidonians, stretching northward to Aphek on the border of the Amorites. The land of the Gebelites and all the Lebanon mountain area to the east, from Valgad below Mount Hermon to Libo Hamath, and all the hill country from Lebanon to mizrifath Ma'im, including all the land of the Sidonians. I myself will drive these people out of the land ahead of the Israelites, so be sure to give this land to Israel as a special possession, just as I have commanded you. Include all this territory as Israel's possession when you divide this land among the nine tribes and the half-tribe of Manasseh. Half the tribe of Manasseh and the tribes of Reuben and Gad had already received their grants of land on the east side of the Jordan, for Moses, the servant of the Lord, had previously assigned this land to them. Their territory extended from Aurora on the edge of the Arnon Gorge, including the town in the middle of the gorge, to the plain beyond Medeba as far as Dibon. It also included all the towns of King Sion of the Amorites who had reigned in Heshbon, and extended as far as the borders of Ammon. It included Gilead, the territory of the kingdoms of Gishur and Ma'akah, all of Mount Hermon, all of Bashan, as far as Selakah, and all the territory of King Og of Bashan, who had reigned in Ashtoreth, and Edre, King Og was the last of the Rephaeids for Moses had attacked them and driven them out. But the Israelites failed to drive out the people of Geshur and Ma'akah, so they continued to live among the Israelites to this day. Moses did not assign any allotment of land to the tribe of Levi. Instead, as the Lord had promised them, their allotment came from the offerings burned on the altar to the Lord, the God of Israel. Moses had assigned the following area to the clans of the tribe of Reuben. Their territory extended from Aror to the edge of the Arnon Gorge, including the town in the middle of the gorge, to the plain beyond Madiba. It included Heshbon and the other towns on the plain, Dibon, Bamoth Baal, beth baal Yahaz, Kedimoth, Mephath, kiriath Sibna, Zerath-Shahar on the hill above the valley, Beth-Peor, the slopes of Pisgah, and Beth-Yeshimoth. The land of Reuben also included all the towns of the plain and the entire kingdom of Sion. Sion was the Amorite king who had reigned in Heshbon and was killed by Moses along with the leaders of Midian, Evi, Rechem, Zur, Hur, and Reba. Princes living in the region who were allied with Sion. The Israelites had also killed Balaam, son of Beor, who used magic to tell the future. The Jordan River marked the western boundary for the tribe of Reuben. The towns and their surrounding villages in this area were given as a homeland to the clans of Reuben. Moses had assigned the following area to the clans of the tribe of Gad. Their territory included Yazer, all the towns of Gilead, and half the land of Ammon, as far as the town of Aror, just west of Rabbah. It extended from Heshbon to Ramath Mizpah and Betonim, and from Mahanaim to the territory of Lodibar, in the valley where Beth Haram, Beth Nimrah, Succoth, Zephon, and the rest of the kingdom of the king of Sion of Heshbon. The western boundary ran along the Jordan River, extended as far north as the tip of the Sea of Galilee, and then turned eastward. The towns and their surrounding villages in this area were given as a homeland to the clans of the tribe of Gad. Moses had assigned the following area to the clans of the half-tribe of Manasseh. Their territory extended from Mahanaim, including all of Bashan, all the former kingdom of King Og, and the 60 towns of Yar in Bashan. It also included half of Gilead and King Og's royal cities of Ashtoreth and Edre. All this was given to the clans of the descendants of Machir, who was Manasseh's son. These are the allotments Moses had made while he was on the plains of Moab across the Jordan River east of Jericho. But Moses gave no allotment of land to the tribe of Levi. For the Lord, the God of Israel, had promised that he himself would be their allotment. Joshua chapter 14 The remaining tribes of Israel received land in Canaan as allotted by Eleazar, the priest, Joshua, son of Nun, and the tribal leaders. These nine and a half tribes received their grants of land by means of sacred lots in accordance with the Lord's command through Moses. Moses had already given a grant of land to the two and a half tribes on the east side of the Jordan River, but he had given the Levites no such allotment. The descendants of Joseph had become two separate tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim, and the Levites were given no land at all, only towns to live in, with surrounding pasture lands for their livestock and all their possessions. So the land was distributed in strict accordance with the Lord's commands to Moses. A delegation from the tribe of Judah, led by Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and the Kenizzite, came to Joshua at Gilgal. Caleb said to Joshua, Remember what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, about you and me when we were at Kadesh Barnea? I was forty years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land of Canaan. I returned and gave an honest report, but my brothers who went with me frightened the people from entering the promised land. For my part, I wholeheartedly followed the Lord my God. So that day Moses solemnly promised me, the land of Canaan on which you were just walking will be your grant of land and that of your descendants forever, because you wholeheartedly followed the Lord my God. Now, as you can see, the Lord has kept me alive and well as he promised for all these 45 years since Moses made his promise, even while Israel wandered in the wilderness. Today, I am 85 years old. I am as strong now as I was when Moses sent me on that journey, and I can still travel and fight as well as I could then. So give me the hill country that the Lord promised me. You'll remember that as scouts, We found the descendants of Anak living there in great walled towns. But if the Lord is with me, I will drive them out of the land, just as the Lord said. So Joshua blessed Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and gave Hebron to him as his portion of land. Hebron still belongs to the descendants of Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, because he wholeheartedly followed the Lord, the God of Israel. Previously, Hebron had been called Kiriath Arba. It had been named after Arba, the great hero of the descendants of Enoch, and the land had rest from war. Luke 18, to 17. One day, Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. There was a judge in a certain city. He said, who neither feared God nor cared about people. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly, saying, Give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. The judge ignored her for a while. But finally he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people, but this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she is wearing me out with her constant requests. Then the Lord said, Learn a lesson from this unjust judge. Even he rendered a just decision in the end. So don't you think God will surely give justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly. But when the Son of Man returns, how many will he find on the earth who have faith? Then Jesus told this story to some who had great confidence in their own righteousness and scorned everyone else. Two men went to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee, and the other was a despised tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed this prayer. I thank you, God, that I am not like other people, cheaters, sinners, adulterers. I'm certainly not like that tax collector. I fast twice a week, and I give you a tenth of my income. But the tax collector stood at a distance and dared not even lift his eyes to heaven. As he prayed, instead, he beat his chest in sorrow, saying, O God, be merciful to me, for I am a sinner. I tell you this, sinner, not the Pharisee, returned home justified before God. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. One day some parents brought their little children to Jesus so he could touch and bless them. But when the disciples saw this, they scolded the parents for bothering him. Then Jesus called for the children and said to the disciples, Let the children come to me. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children. I tell you the truth. Anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. Psalm 85 Lord, you poured out blessings on your land. You restored the fortunes of Israel. You forgave the guilt of your people. Yes, you covered all their sins. You held back your fury. You kept back your blazing anger. Now restore us again, O God of our salvation. Put aside your anger against us once more. Will you be angry with us always? Will you prolong your wrath to all generations? Won't you revive us again? so your people can rejoice in you? Show us your unfailing love, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. I listen carefully to what God the Lord is saying, for he speaks peace to his faithful people. But let them not return to their foolish ways. Surely his salvation is near to those who fear him, so our land will be filled with his glory. Unfailing love and truth have met together, Righteousness and peace have kissed. Truth springs up from the earth, and righteousness smiles down from heaven. Yes, the Lord pours down his blessings. Our land will yield its bountiful harvest. Righteousness goes as a herald before him, preparing the way for his steps. Proverbs 13, 7-8 Some who are poor pretend to be rich. Others who are rich pretend to be poor. The rich can pay a ransom for their lives, but the poor won't even get threatened.